to the $100 MBA show, the place to be to build a business you want every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesdays, we answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you've got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Frank, and Frank asks, Hey Omar, love the podcast. I have a quick question. I've been a YouTuber for about two years now, and I've grown my YouTube channel to 20,000 subscribers. Up to this point, I have not used any colorful language. Even though normally I do swear in my personal life. Hey, I'm Australian. My question is, is it okay for me to curse on my YouTube channel? I'm a little bit worried about alienating some of my viewers or maybe disrupting or making the YouTube algorithm angry with me. Would love to hear your thoughts on this topic because a part of me wants to show my authentic self, but another part of me doesn't want to ruin what I've built. Thanks, Omar. Thanks for the question, Frank. And it's a good one. And I'm going to give you an answer. I'm going to give you my opinion when it comes to this topic, how best for you to make this decision. And I want to start out by saying there is no right or wrong answer. There's only what's right for you because there are very successful YouTubers out there that don't curse, that keep it clean. And there are a lot of them that do. And they are very successful. First person comes to mind, Gary Vaynerchuk. Probably can't say a few sentences without dropping an F-bomb. No, I'm just playing. Gary is great value. But he's not everybody's cup of tea. We're going to get to the pros and cons and how to make a decision if you should curse in your content. Whether it's videos, podcasts, blog posts, tweets, we'll get into it. And make sure you have an answer. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Capella University. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. We also love WP Engine. We host all our websites on WP Engine, and it's for good reason. It's the best. It's super fast, it's secure, and their support team is out of this world. It's like having your own technicians on call 24 seven. Most of the time when I need something done and I get on chat, they don't tell me what to do. They just do it for me, exactly what I want. If you're hosting a website, especially a WordPress website, check out WP Engine. And as a listener of the show, you can get 20% off. Just go to WPENG.IN slash MBA and use code WPE20OFF. WP Engine, the best way to host your website. So in today's Q&A Wednesday's question, Frank asked, should he curse on his YouTube channel? Here's the truth. If you don't curse on your YouTube channel or any content that you publish, you won't alienate anybody for cursing. Now, you might alienate people for other reasons, your views, your ideas, maybe your style, your humor, whatever. And I see the point that some people make, like, why alienate anybody for this reason? Well, here's an argument for considering cursing if that's part of who you are. Authenticity is really the magic key of online content. What do I mean by that? Well, if you are somebody who uses colorful language every single day, it's who you are. Showing who you are, including the cursing, is part of your authenticity. Now, if you don't curse in your normal life, that is being authentic and sticking to it is part of the values that you hold and you share with others and people respect it. 
It's not the actual cursing that matters here. It's the actual authenticity. Because when you're holding back the way you express yourself normally, there's something inside of you telling you not to be who you really are or to present something other than your real self. This is what I found in my own experience. You kind of get in this headspace where you're trying to be this like buttoned up professional person, this alter ego, this other persona. And whether you recognize it or not, people can feel that at some level. Just look at the people that you like, you follow, you watch on YouTube. Personally, when I look at the people that I watch and subscribe to and watch every episode is people that are unapologetically themselves. A good example of this is like Van Neistat. Van Neistat is actually Casey Neistat, the big time YouTuber's brother. Van is totally different than Casey. His videos are so original because he is himself. He's a little bit quirky, he's a little bit nerdy, he's a fixer-upper guy, he doesn't have a fancy wardrobe, he doesn't have a fancy anything, he's not a fancy guy. He's not over the top, he's not boisterous, he's kind of mundane in some way, but that's who he is and it shines through and I enjoy it so much because I feel like I know him and it's unique because he's being himself. Does he curse? I think sometimes and my guess is he curses when he would normally curse when he wasn't in front of a camera. So in this case with Frank, I would say just be yourself. If you feel comfortable using colorful language and that brings out your real personality, then go for it. Hey, I got a lot of Australian friends and cursing for them is like drinking water. It's totally normal. It's not even seen as low brow. It's just seen as being down to earth. Now, will people unsubscribe or not watch your videos anymore because you curse? Well, people that don't resonate with that might do that. But I think in the long run, this is my personal opinion, in the long run, you'll attract your kind of people, the people that like you for who you are, and that connection will be stronger and you'll have a stronger subscribed audience, which means you'll have a higher quality audience than people that don't really resonate with you strongly. I'm not here to argue if using foul language or cursing or whatever you want to call it is a bad thing or a good thing. I'm a no judgments guy. I actually think that if this is part of who you are, be who you are. And by the way, who we are sometimes changes. I used to curse a lot in interviews and on videos when I was younger. As I've gotten older, I just don't do this often. And it's not even intentional. I think my temperament and my attitude towards things changed over time. And it's not a good thing or bad thing, it's just a thing, right? And it could be the other way around. Somebody could not curse and all of a sudden start cursing because it feels more natural to them. So here's the moral of the story. If you change anything you're doing in anything in your business, the messaging, the way you do it, in this case, cursing, you're going to alienate some people. People are not going to like it. Even small, subtle things. But other people will really love it. It's going to be interesting to them. It's going to resonate with them. They're going to tell others. The volume and the velocity of that interest is much higher than somebody just being okay with you being normal or not offending them. I always say in business, the worst thing is being ignored. And I'm not saying be controversial for controversial sake, but I'm saying if you strike a nerve with somebody and you, they disagree with you, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's actually a good thing because it means you have a point of view and you stand for something. I'll give you a totally different example that has nothing to do with cursing. At Webinar Ninja, our software company, last year we started a new initiative. We stopped doing Black Friday. We just felt like it wasn't aligned with our values as a company this idea of like stampeding crowds and screaming promotions. So we started a new thing called Green Friday. What's Green Friday? Well, during the period of time 
of that Friday through Monday that we now call Green Friday, not Black Friday or Cyber Monday, we plant 20 trees on behalf of every single customer that signs up during that time. We teamed up with one tree planted to make it happen and customers even get a certificate certifying they planted some trees. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit quirky. Some people thought, oh, this is not great. I want 50% off. And that's okay. We're not going to resonate with everybody. But people that like this initiative, think that this is cool, care about the environment, think it's awesome to be planting trees and it gives them a reason to you know, buy during this time, they're going to love it. And by the way, it stands out more than another Black Friday deal. It's a little bit different. So it's okay for you to not be accepted by everybody. That's fine. You don't need to convince the world you're amazing. Just the people that are aligned with you, aligned with what you're all about, and resonate with your message. I got more on today's Q&A Wednesday, but before that, let me share with you some of our favorite tools. We all know the power of an email list and growing our email list, but managing it, automating our emails, making sure they actually get into the inbox, that's where ConvertKit comes in. ConvertKit is an all-in-one email marketing platform. I've used a lot of different email marketing platforms and we use ConvertKit for a reason. It just works. It does what you need it to do. It's simple, it's easy, and it keeps improving every single day. Plus, you can start for free. Go ahead to 100mba.net slash ConvertKit to get started. Support for today's show comes from Webinar Ninja. Know what really sells your product or service? It's not marketing or ads. It's you, your blog, your social feeds, your podcast. These are all ways we try to share ourselves, our value, and build trust with our audience. But what if you can go even further? What if you can connect with potential clients or customers in a way that's even more personal, more engaging, more effective? Well, that's where webinars and Webinar Ninja comes in. Hosting a live lesson, product showcase, or Q&A session is the best way to share yourself and prove yourself to an audience. But wait, you're thinking, aren't webinars a giant pain in the ass? Yes, yes they are, but not with Webinar Ninja. Webinar Ninja has one job, to make webinars easy for you. It's the user-friendliest software ever created for webinars, so you can focus on your audience, not the tech. And here's the best part. You can get started with Webinar Ninja for free. Every plan comes with a free 14-day trial. And because you're a listener of this podcast, we got a real special deal for you. Go to WebinarNinja.com and at checkout, use promo code MBA and you'll get 15% off your first month or your first year. Again, that's WebinarNinja.com. Use promo code MBA for 15% off your first month or your first year. Can't wait to see you inside the software and our community. To wrap up today's lesson, be yourself. Now, I know there are arguments for having a different persona in public. I know that there's a very popular book by Todd Herman called The Alter Ego Effect. This is a fantastic book. I know Todd personally. I met him in person. I've seen him speak. His work is great. And it's a good way for you to get out of your head and be what you need to be. But in my opinion, it's not a permanent state. You don't have to be something you're not always. It could be just a crutch until you get to a certain point of confidence. And then you can slowly start integrating who you really are in your public persona. At least that's my take. The book is super valuable and I highly recommend you check it out. And by the way, you don't have to agree with everything that is out there with every book you read. You can take what you like and leave what you don't. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Hunter All MBA Show. And thanks, Frank, for your question on QA Wednesday. If you've got a question you want to ask, go ahead and email me over at omar100mba.net. Or you can go ahead and ask me on Twitter. I'm the Omar Zenholm on Twitter. Thanks again for participating and making our show amazing. Speaking of our show, if you haven't subscribed or followed us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever podcast app you use, go ahead and do that right now. By following us, you can get access to over 2,100 episodes in our archives. It also means that you get our next episode automatically as soon as it gets dropped in our feed. Thanks so much for supporting the show. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I understand it's not easy to do things you know might offend people that might have some backlash. It's not easy to just like simply not care what people think. So one technique I do to kind of help me with this is just focus on the people that I do care about or are really my followers or my tribe or the people that I'm really connected to. I got to give them my best self, my real self, even if that means other people won't like it. Those other people, I wish them all the best, but I'm not here for you. I'm here for the people that really resonate with my message and what I'm about. Focus on the people that you can resonate and help, not those who you can't help or resonate with. Thanks again, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.